Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Good morning to you. Now, here is the sound of a volley of shots being fired in honour of a dead INLA member. So obviously from the applause, uh, support in the street for the firing of those uh, shots. In honour of Martin Michael Kearney, who died last week, he died in Milltown Cemetery from gunshot wounds. And Martin Michael Kearney was a member of the INLA. He was jailed in 1987 for his part in a 1982 booby trap bomb, which killed two children, Kevin Valaday, who was 11, and his friend Stephen Bennett, who was 14. Uh, also killed in the explosion was a 20-year-old Lance Bombardier in the army, Kevin Waller. And Martin Michael Kearney uh, died in tragic circumstances in Milltown Cemetery during during the week. And I want to speak to Rob McAdam, who's a community worker. Uh, Rob, good morning. Good morning to you, Frank. Um, there's been mixed reaction to the firing of the shots. People mm. of a Republican tradition saying that Michael Kearney is entitled to what is seen as a Republican tradition. More people than that well, saying that it's unreasonable for shots to be fired in a built-up area and that the mm. police should have intervened. Mm. First, first and foremost, uh, Frank, uh, I think it's very easy uh, when someone has committed such a heinous crime that Mr. Michael Kenny uh, committed to dehumanise them. Uh, but this morning, before I, I pass any commentary in relation to that uh, deplorable action uh, last night, I want to extend my uh, sincere condolences to the family of Mr. Michael Kearney. There is a family grieving this morning um, in what you describe quite rightly so uh, as horrific circumstances. Um, I, I was driving through the area uh, last night after 5 o'clock um, uh, and it was quite evident at that stage um, by the formation of men in white shirts and black ties that, that there was going to be uh, the formation of what we would call a, a colour party um, uh, belonging to uh, uh, the INLA. Um, there was no indication, uh, although you could speculate that the guns were going to be brought onto the street. Um, I witnessed the, the one police car um, just off Albert Street sitting uh, facing the, the, the Maureen Sheehan Centre. 
Uh, it was an unmarked car. It was parked not even in the direction of the street, but on down. Um, the, the, these people who bring guns into our streets, uh, it is grossly depressing that in 2018 we still have this action. There is nothing respectful about firing a folly of shots in a built-up residential area close to schools, close to a healthcare facility, and close to all of that. It is deplorable, and it is mailless, Frank. And for people uh, who aren't familiar, but for people who aren't familiar with where you're talking about, you're talking about right beside St. Peter's Cathedral in the Lower Correct. Falls. The Morning Sheehan Centre is just within a, a shout of the murals that you see there that the tourists go to see on the, on the, on the, on the Falls Road. That, that's, that's where we are. It's, it's also in an area where there's a very evident memorial to the INLA. All the dead members of the INLA are named on a memorial in one of those little side streets on a, on a gable wall. It, w- it would have been quite close to all of that. And the applause after the shots were fired suggests to me that the people around in the immediate vicinity weren't objecting to this colour party. Well, I think that's unfair, Frank, to the people of that area. Um, I, I know many people in that area, and I don't think that uh, they should be tarnished by the actions of some. Um, there was people who came from all over uh, into that area uh, to pay what they would assume is their respects to Mr. Michael Kearney. Um, they they done so in uh, an absolutely disgusting way. Um, we, we're, we're sitting here not, not so long on in the aftermath of the murder of, of Lyra McKee, um, where shots were fired indiscriminately. Um, and what goes up, Frank, must come down. Where, where, where did the, the, the bullets go? Where did the shell casings go? Um, and, and I'm not on here this morning, absolutely not, to criticise the PSNI. I think they do have questions to answer around their place and operation. Um, but far be it from me to criticise them this morning. They will have made an operational decision. Uh, to sit back, collect and collate evidence. Um, you know, is it r- responsible for the police to go in uh, full force into the area um, when people have uh, weapons uh, and potentially another life being put in danger? I, I-, I would say not, um, but-, but that'll be a matter for the police to answer. What was the general attitude in the area towards Martin Michael Kearney or had people forgotten what he had done because it was in that it was in that general area that he killed the children wasn't it that's not something i can give an assessment on uh, frank uh, uh, certainly he's not someone who i would have come into contact with um he's not somebody who i knew um uh, and i think like many people um in this society and in, in a society that uh, had conflict people became involved in that conflict um uh, mr michael kearney carried out uh, a very heinous act um, where the murder of, of very uh, innocent civilians, including children. Um, but, but you know, uh, he, he is not alone in that. Um, there, there is many people that, that, that carried out deplorable acts within all sections of our society here. His death was certainly in tragic circumstances. The police helicopter flew over Milltown Cemetery on the day that he mm-hmm. died, people thought there'd been a major incident in the cemetery. Mm. And it seemed when it began to be investigated that he was close to the Republican plot and died at his own hand in the cemetery. Mm. That is a suggestion that what mm. he was carrying in his head from the time that he killed the children and the soldier in West Belfast, that 
as a middle-aged man, he was tortured by that memory. And that may well be the case. And again, I would only be speculating, as as would we all be, uh, in relation to Mr. McElkerney's re- reasoning for uh, what he'd done. Um, you know, in relation to uh, the offence that unfolded in Milltown, I want to be respectful to the family and I don't want to dwell into that. What I would say is that people did commit some terrible, terrible atrocities here. Um, and th- th- if that uh, guilt doesn't sit with you, um, th- then there's something wrong. Um, what I have found from speaking to former political prisoners in the past is that they, the one, one statement that always uh, sat with me was that we have to continue to justify the murders. We have to justify, justify, justify. Because the minute we believe it was unjustified is the minute the guilt will eat us up. His name will be added to the memorial just beside, close to the cathedral, down from the Maureen Sheehan Centre. And the people will see his name on, on that memorial for hmm. years for, for years to come. Is that something that should be done or does that add to the hurt in the community? Well, you know, that that's not for me to, to pass comment on. I don't agree with any uh, parliamentary groupings in their existence and I don't believe in glorifying them in any way, shape or form. I don't think there's a place for paramilitary murals that identify territory. And I think these people, uh, in my opinion, should never have existed. Um, but they should certainly go away and get the hell off the backs of these communities. And do you expect the police to find the guns that were, were, were fired last night? <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, we saw the, the huge police operation that took place in the wake of the murder of Lear McKee, uh, which caused national outrage. Um, uh, and I don't believe that that weapon has been found, so I don't hold out much hope for, for those weapons to be collected. Although, you know, uh, I'll always call on the PSNI to put the utmost resources into uh, bringing these people before the courts. Do you, do you think police will visit homes? Would, would have been said in the day, raid homes in, in West Belfast, uh, look, looking for, for these weapons? Is that what we'll see on social media in the near future? Well, they may well do, Frank. It'll be a matter for the PSNI as to what form of police operations is the outcome of last night's events. Um, again, I, I, I would like to think that the PSNI will investigate everything robustly and put a very affirmative action plan in place. Martin McElkerney's funeral will take place from St Peter's Cathedral at 11 o'clock on Thursday morning. Do you see that as something which will be a family funeral, a funeral for his family and, and friends that he, he would have had, as opposed to anything to do with his Republican tradition? Well, you know, I think it would be absurd not to speculate at this stage that it probably more likely will be a Republican funeral um, with the Republican trappings. Um, however, I would also be mindful and say that for the family of Mr. Michael Kearney, it's them and and their loved one, their father, their their, their uncle, whoever, you know, um, for them it's a family event, but I'm sure um, there will be all, all the Republican trappings that will come with it in the light of last night's events. Okay, uh, Rob McAdam, a community worker. Thank you, thank you very much, indeed. Oh two eight nine oh treble three one oh five. You're just uh, switching on the radio. Uh, good morning uh, to you. This is the U one oh five phone in. Whatever's on your mind, we're always happy to hear from you here. Um, you can give us a shout. Oh two eight nine oh treble three one oh five. Um, Gary is a point that he wants to make on the back of Rob uh, speaking to us earlier. Rob, was a community worker, was very critical of the shots being fired. Uh, in the vicinity 
of the in the vicinity of West Belfast after the death of a, a member of the INLA. Uh, Gary, good morning. Morning, Frank. How you doing? Um, just on the back of what Rob said, I mean, when Rob comes on, you know, you listen to people from across the radio stations, and Rob's a breath of fresh air, and I want to echo everything he said. You know, if you look at that last night, that's something that belongs in our long, long distance past. You know, who am I to tell anyone that they can't remember their dead relative or their dead friend, but to remember it in such a way as dragging us back to what the dark, dark days were in this country, you know, they should really take a good, hard look at themselves. You know, that guy, it seems, you know, by all accounts of the reports we're getting, you know, he may well have looked back at what he'd done on his life and regretted it, and that's why he took his own life, if indeed he did so. And therefore, you know, he's looking back, he's been looking back and regretting what he'd done and done sort of what he did. So, I mean, who is anyone else then to come and, and just bring that memory of that fella back to you know, what it was last night and, and Divis, you, you know, by all means, remember your dad and remember him respectfully. But as Rob says, who I agree, agree with, as I said, and I think he's a breath of fresh air when he does come on, remember him respectfully. But do not, that, that's in the long, long distance past. And young ones seeing that in Divis, you know, Divis has enough problems, as has the rest of um, areas such as, such as Divis and indeed the Shankill. You know, there's enough problems without young people seeing that and then delving into it and wanting to know what it is and then maybe ending up in one of those organisations, which is what we don't want across the board anywhere. Okay, uh, Gary, uh, thank you. 02890 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 05. 